Amen. John 14, chapter, I'm sorry, John chapter 14, verse 12. I'll just read that. Well, I'll read 12 through 14 because that's what we'll be dealing with um, in the coming days. But verse 12 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, who that be he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I want to read 12 again. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And the greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. We know that the word of the Lord is already blessed, and those that seek him through his word are blessed as well. Going to use for a topic on today, you were made to do greater. You were made to do greater. Tell somebody around you. Tell them in love. You were made to do greater. I believe my assignment on today is to um, kind of ignite or to stir, rather, that fire that's already uh, brewing on the inside of some of us to kind of, um, I guess, stir it up that we might move into the greater things that God has called us to do. I need you to understand that when he says greater, that doesn't mean that we will do better work, so to speak, than him, but um, that we will perhaps reach more people, that we, will, we have more uh, tools and things at our disposal, greater works will we do because he's now living on the inside of us by way of his Holy Spirit. It doesn't mean I'm, about here, I'm out here about to show Jesus up, all right? doesn't mean that, but it does mean that he has empowered us to go further, to reach more. Amen? There's a quote um, I'm sure we've all read or heard, and I'm asking you all to pray for me. Um, there's a quote that I'm sure we've all read or heard. It says, you don't know how strong you are until being strong is your only choice. None of us really realize the levels to who we are until we are placed in situations that test us. So we are placed in situations where we make mistakes and we get it wrong and times when we've fallen and had to get back up, times of experiencing loss. And believe it or not, even in times of victory and joy, we learn things about ourselves we did not know before. We are ever growing and evolving and maturing and becoming the wiser. There are some things um, that we face that God didn't necessarily orchestrate or Cause, but he allowed it to happen because he knew that what he placed in us would be stirred up and we would overcome. And though we might cry and though we might have to endure and though it might not feel good and though we might throw tantrums and though it might have been unfair, he knew that because of what he placed in 
us that we would overcome even the ugly stuff and we would we would beca- we would become the wiser because we would have a better idea of what's working on the inside of us. And I want to talk to you about something. I want you to understand that there are some of us who find ourselves frustrated here on today. God said you would be here. That there will be some of us that find ourselves frustrated at, uh, because of where we are and because of what we're doing. There is something within us that cries out for the more. You want another level of worship. You want another level of praise. You want another level of revelation. You want to understand his word more when you're reading, when you're studying. You want a better prayer life. There's something on the inside of you that's crying out for more, that's stirring for the next level in God. And it causes us to be restless and dissatisfied with our lives. Because you know there's more. You understand that you were created for more. You know that there's more on the inside of you and there's more that you've been created to do and there's more that you've been called to do than where you are right now. And then we become stuck in a place that works but is not the promised place God has for us. It works. We're being effective. We're showing up. We, 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 we have something to do. We're working a work. We're doing a good thing. We're doing what, nec- what perhaps God called us to do but that stirring that restlessness that you feel on the inside means that you have served your purpose in that place and it's time for you to elevate to another place in God and we become stuck in places again that are not our promised place hallelujah but it's not the promise or the purpose place but it's a working place and oftentimes what we will do is settle there in our frustrations settle there and be satisfied with being stuck and being hungry. But the Holy Spirit gave me revelation, gave me understanding on something because this is something that I've been praying about concerning my own life. How, what in the world causes us to get to a place where we're wanting the more of God. Hallelujah. We're wanting to go deeper in him. We're wanting to be used on a greater level by him. We're wanting to experience him in deeper ways. All of this stuff, not that I I've heard about but the things that I've seen and the things that I've read in the word that should be readily available to me why am I not experiencing you on this level and it causes me to become frustrated with where I am and so I needed understanding God how do I get to the more of you I understand that the fullness of who you are is on the inside of me and I understand that as I grow and mature and, and there are way there are levels that I yield to you and your power becomes active in my life. I understand that. But what causes me to have to wrestle so hard in the spirit to get the very thing that I feel I'm hungry for? And the Holy Spirit told me this. He said, for every level of spiritual promotion, there is another level of responsibility, sacrifice, and discipline that must take place. I'm going to slow down and say that again. I wanted understanding, and I asked him, and he said to me one day in prayer, he said, for every level of spiritual promotion, there is another level of responsibility, 
sacrifice and discipline that must take place. And the way he broke that down to me, he said, you served as an associate minister once before. Your level of responsibility, sacrifice, and discipline was different from that of a pastor. <laughs> and so what worked for you then, walking in the place of an associate minister, will not work for you here, walking in the place of a pastor. So not only does your title or your, there's a spiritual promotion, but there's a level of responsibility, sacrifice, and discipline that also must come with the new place God places you. And the reason we're frustrated is because we're still trying to operate on the level of where we were instead of where we are. And so it causes us to become restless because God is so good that he will stir on the inside of us the more. And he's trying to stretch our capacity to be more and to do more and to receive more and to make room for himself. But there's an adjustment we must make. Ushers. Do not have the same type of sacrifices and responsibility as the praise team leader. There's a responsibility, there's sacrifice, and there's discipline that must take place in both places. But it's not the same. And praise team leader cannot operate on the level of responsibility of an usher. And an usher has no business sitting up learning praise team songs and showing up trying to teach poets. The praise team leader has a different level of responsibility, sacrifice, and discipline than even the praise team members. Y'all with me? And so if she tries to act on the same level or in the same capacity as a praise team, praise team member, there's going to be an area that's lacking. And we're frustrated because we see the thing we want to do. We see the thing we want to be. We hear God speaking. We feel the tug. But we aren't willing to adjust to to handle the responsibility of where God is taking us. Y'all understand that? Because where I am is comfortable. Because where I am, I don't have to deal with stuff. Because of how I am, I have the freedom to do what I want to do. I don't have to be accountable with where I am. I don't have to be submissive with where I am. I'm okay right where I am. But God is saying, the more that you're wanting from me, the more that you're crying out to me for, it's attached to you're adjusting your life to a greater level of responsibility, reading and studying and fasting and praying the way you were for the place you were is not going to work over here. So what happens is we want the new levels of supernatural promotion, but not the responsibility, not the sacrifice or the discipline that comes with it. So we end up retained, hallelujah, stuck, held up on a level Hallelujah. God wants to move us from, from, but because we can't or we will not um, adjust ourselves, we will not embrace the parts that God needs us to embrace. We just want the good part of it. 
I, I, want, I want the title. I want the perks that come with it. But I don't want the responsibility and the sacrifice that comes with it. I don't want to have to be in isolation. And I don't want to have to spend my days fasting and in prayer. I'm sick of studying every single day. I don't want to do this every single day. There's a greater level of responsibility. Sister Mealy might be saying, I don't want to listen to songs all day and try to learn parts. And I don't want to have to teach the praise team words and teach them parts and teach the musician which key to go to. I don't want to do that, but it's a responsibility that comes with the office. Amen. Listen, favor gets you the job that you were not qualified for. Favor opens doors that you can't explain how you got there. Favor got you the car and favor got you the house and favor put you in touch with the right people but favor ain't gonna keep you there favor alone will not keep you there i have a responsibility once god opens the door and allows me to walk on a job that there were more people qualified than me uh, hallelujah but i got the job once he opens the door and allows me to walk there i then have a responsibility to show up to do my job to learn what I need to learn, to not call in, to have the right attitude, to see how I can progress and grow and add to the company and not walk around. Favor got me here and favor going to keep me here. I ain't coming today. Favor got me here. I don't want to do that. I got God's favor. I ain't got to sweep the day because I got favor. It doesn't work like that. Favor gets you the car, but you got to put gas in it. You got to take it for tune-ups. You got to wash the car. You got to keep it clean. Guess what? You got to pay the note. Favor going to pay that bill. No. Favor will, will get you there, but then we have a responsibility. And oftentimes, where we fall short, guys, is that we praise God for the promotion. We praise God for what we view as an elevation, but we do not like the parts that require things from us. It requires me to be who I say I am. It requires for me to live the life God has called me to live. It requires for me to not just give you lip service, but walk this thing out. I can't afford to have a down day. I can't afford to have an off day. <laughs> there's, a, there's a level of responsibility and sacrifice that comes with this. Have you ever uh, spoken up for someone to get a job? Uh, never again. I don't care if it's my child. You've spoken for someone, oh, they're, they're faithful. They're faithful, good worker, dependable. Yes, yes, you can hire them. You won't go wrong. Hire them. Matter of fact, I mean, give them that good pay. Come on, get them on in there. They're good. You won't regret it. Then you find out they half go to work. They calling in on the second week. Don't you regret speaking up for them? Don't you Regret putting your name. You want to go in and fire them yourself, and you don't even work for the company. You, you just made a shame. So how is it, my goodness, how do you think the Lord feels when he sets us up for advancement, when he sets us up for our, in our lives to do more, to be more, but we reject it because we don't want what comes along with it? 
How do you think it makes the father feel when he's created ways for us to walk in greater, when he's created ways for us to do even the more, for us to lift him up that he might draw, when he's put things in in, in proper alignment for us, but we reject it because we don't want what comes with it. We just want the good. We want to walk there, and we want the testimony that God moved for me, but I don't want to adjust my life accordingly. I don't want the sacrifice and the commitment that come with it. God is not pleased. And we're stuck not because of the devil. Stop lying on him. You're stuck because of you. We're stuck because there's a disagreement in my flesh and my spirit. I want to compromise over here and still do what he's called me to do. It does not work that way. And God, I'm telling you, God is pulling the covers back. And he's allowing the truth of who you are and where you are to be revealed. No longer will you be able to spew out things from your lips as if you love the Lord, but your heart is contrary to that. How can you preach one thing and live another? All of us are preaching messages when we declare that we love God, that we live for him, that we are the called of God in whatever area, whether that's preaching, teaching, singing, ushering, greeting, whatever it is that you do, are just being Christian. When you say that, you then are preaching a sermon with your life. And what are you preaching? Are you preaching a lie? We're stuck because we won't make the adjustments, y'all, the adjustments that are necessary to go where God is leading us. And I understand that some of us are stuck, and I'm getting ready to go. Some of us are stuck because of fear, and we're stuck because of doubt, and we're stuck because we're confused, and we're stuck because we're comparing, and, and we have low self-esteem, and all of that stuff. I get it. But at, at some point in our lives, I'm someone who struggled with low self-esteem. I mean, terrible. I always give the example that I don't, I don't believe I even had it. It was so low. I thought so low of myself and what I deserved and all of that. I thought so low of myself until God began to show me who I was in him. Hallelujah. But all of that stuff, I understand that it might cause you to be stuck, that it might cause you to be dormant, that it might cause you to be in fear and in doubt. But I also know because I am a witness that if I surrender that, if you surrender that to God, he will heal you and begin to show you what you're able to do in him. So then, if I remain stuck, if I remain in fear, that means I've made the choice to be there. I can't put that on God. Because he's created the way for me to walk in freedom. He's created the way for me to be who he's called me to be. It's not his fault if I don't adjust to walk therein. He's done his part. The rest is up to you. You were made to do greater. Greater than where you are, and you might be effective and faithful to what you're doing. But God wants you to know that you're called to do greater than that. Greater than what you're doing right now. Y'all stand. So that restlessness, that because if you don't stand, I'm going to keep on going. That restlessness that you feel, that stirring that you feel, it's the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the love of God that so wants us to get it. Pleading with us to just trust him enough 
to say yes to what he's leading us to. Showing us over and over, giving us examples over and over again that we can trust him enough. If you look back in your life, all of us, from the youngest to the oldest, have a testimony of God moving for us. Of God making ways for us. And he's saying, the same way I did it then, I'll do it now. If you'll just trust me to do greater. And God is not selfish. It's not that he places us in a position to pull out more from us without giving us more. There's a great exchange that comes with our yes to God. And guys, I'm, I'm a little bit fed up. I'm a little bit fed up with us saying one thing but living something else. With us pulling on God to make a way and pulling on him to change our situation. Pulling on him to heal us, to deliver us, to protect us, to cover us. Pulling on him but not offering over anything. We want his best, but we don't give him ours. We were created for greater, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to myself too. I'm not, I'm doing this. We were created for greater. And most of us aren't even skimming the surface of what God has placed in us. Don't you know that we're stronger when your anointing and what God has anointed me to do, when we mess around and come together, don't you know we're even more effective? That doesn't mean that God won't use you. That doesn't mean that you won't be effective. But it just means that when God pulls us together to work the work he's given us, it's greater. So I'm not, again, pointing fingers at you. I'm talking to myself, too. This is for the whole pulpit. We are created for greater. And we're doing a great disjustice to the body of Christ to operate and be content below what God has called us to. Because it works don't mean it's good. Because it worked over there in the place you were before, and I don't mean a literal place, talking spiritually because it worked there doesn't mean it's going to work here you got to adjust there's a greater level of responsibility sacrifice and discipline you let your yes be a real yes not yes but not yes if just yes just yes i trust you enough god to just say yes without full understanding yes Knowing what comes with this, yes. God is requiring that from us because we have a work to do. We have a work to do. And God has trusted us to work it. He's trusted our hands. He's trusted our feet to reach people who are looking so desperately for him. People who for real want him. And he's trusted us to be his voice in the earth, his hands in the earth, his feet in the earth. But I just still want to turn up a little bit. I ain't ready to give it all. I mean, I study enough. I mean, what, what you mean? No. To whom much is given, much is required. To whom much is given, much is required. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for loving us enough to 
speak to us, to instruct us, to give us understanding. And Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that as we leave this place, as we go about our day, that your Holy Spirit will continue to give us understanding, that he will continue to give us revelation and insight and wisdom as to what you would have us to do in this hour. Help us, God, to adjust where we need to, to embrace the place that you're taking us, to completely embrace what you're doing without fear, without doubt. Help us to embrace what's taking place on the inside of us, that you might be glorified in the earth. God, our answer is yes. Without contingency, God, our answer is yes. And we love you, we honor you, we glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen.